today. Facebook now allows their users to claim that COVID may have been man-made as the lab leak theory gains ground. Also, uh, Joe Biden just proposing a a $6 trillion budget. But it's just the $6 trillion. Don't worry. It's just that your grandchildren's 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 grandchildren will be paying it off. But it's okay because you'll be dead way before that time. Uh, We've got a lot coming up today and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by my friends, uh, Blaze TV contributor Eric July, back in the house, and also Sydney Watson, uh, political commentator Sydney Watson, not YouTuber. Not I'm trying YouTuber. to, everyone no. who I know who also <laughs> is on YouTube, I'm like, I can't just say YouTuber because I feel like that's rude. Makes me feel like Jake Paul when you say that. And then I go, <laughs> do I also film like, you know, dead bodies and things like his brother? I hope Probably not. It's not. <laughs> not usually my go-to. I hope not. Uh, all right. So let's get into the headlines of the day. I know yesterday we talked about um, how, you know what, the Democrats only 15 months behind the rest of us. Now, all of a sudden, they're deciding that, hey, COVID actually might be uh, man-made. COVID actually might have leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Um, It's just that, you know, it's things that we've been saying this entire time. But places like Facebook, uh, in particular, were deleting these claims, calling them misleading. Um, And, you know, this was what, back in February, it had announced that it had expanded the list of misleading health claims uh, that it would remove from its platforms, including uh, those that were asserting that COVID-19 was man-made or manufactured. And now all of a sudden, uh, they've decided, oh, well, the Biden administration has told us that that might be a possibility. So we're going to remove it from our uh, from our list of things that you are not allowed to say on Facebook. I mean, we're talking people got deplatformed for this. They got banned for this. People were silenced. Doctors were silenced. Uh, we were told that we were not allowed to listen to them. And I'm, I'm sure I, I don't know if either of you experienced this, but I'm sure people got strikes on YouTube because oh, yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now all of a sudden <laughs> Well, the Washington Post says that this theory is suddenly credible mm-hmm. that uh, this this virus may have leaked from a lab. Um, but now on top of that, now you are allowed to claim that covid may have been man made. It's in, it's incredible. It's just it's only 15 months behind the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, it's just something that unfortunately, when it came to a lot of these different topics pertaining to covid-19, They crossed or rather there were these ideological or rather party lines that they sort of said, not not really. I don't think it went the other way. It was like they sort of said. Mm -hmm. So it was more of, okay. well, these types of folks, the right, quote unquote, were taking these uh, these positions and they just used that. That was just the latest thing that they wanted to utilize to try to silence the platform and whatever to their little adversaries. Now. Um, I was watching, again, the press secretary talking about this yesterday and just really just just coming out and say it because they had one of I can't remember from which one of the corporate press media that asked the question. But she flat out said, no, it's not conclusive. We don't really know if it, you know, because he's like, well, you say that it was accidents. That's saying that it it was a man made. And she was like, well, no, we're not. We don't actually know. We're still we're entertaining everything. 
And you see that, and I just could imagine, and thankfully I wasn't one of the ones that got deplatformed from this nonsense. Mm-hmm. But it's not like they're going to go back on that. It's not right. like you're going to get right. the platform right. back. It's not mm-hmm. like they're going to apologize or anything. But it goes to show, and I, and I think the most important thing to make note of is that whatever is true, it doesn't matter whether it was with this, with the mask and the vaccinations and all of that, all that stuff that the long list of things that turned out to be, I don't know, true after the fact that we had been yelling it from this table for about a year and some change, that still remains true. And I think that's the most important thing. And fortunately, as it as it presents itself, what's truth to the corporate press and the corporate social media sites is whatever they allow you to say. Mm-hmm. It's not anything other than that. So when Fauci takes both positions or now he turns around and says, well, now it's OK to go out when you've been vaccinated, though, before they told you to wear a diaper on your face. It's like, well, the science now says, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not how it works. What was true was true. Regardless, you and the people that you're funneling the truth, the truth through have now changed their positions. But that's the unfortunate thing. But it does show and highlight how exactly truth works in this country and really across press, really across the entire world. It's like whatever they deem as the truth is the truth, not what is actually the truth. Mm -hmm. State-sponsored truth. Well, yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I feel like I agree a thousand percent with what Eric just said. I mean, I don't have anything to add. I think you summarized it. (laughs) What I always want to know, what always occurs to me when we do have these conversations, particularly about the social media platforms, is I find it so interesting how they arbitrarily decide and unilaterally decide what is and isn't acceptable in terms of what people can and cannot say. Mm -hmm. And I always think like if there even is a kernel of truth to a piece of information, this is case in point, why would you not want people to investigate that further? Why would you not want people to actually come to the truth of the matter? Or at least, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that in some cases, two things can be true at once. Perhaps, you know, something started somewhere and ended Mm -hmm. up somewhere else. And Mm -hmm. these two things can exist concurrently. But as far as as far as I'm concerned in this situation, when I think about the social media platforms punishing people for seeking out truth, I mean, like, why would anybody ever try? And this is why why I think that it was political, though, because Mm -hmm. when you look at all the controversial things that have happened, whether it be the 9-11s and all that, you could get to talk about that. And I mean, hell, that was how YouTube kind of gained ground was a bunch of conspiracy there's mm-hmm. putting videos up and you get lost and just watching all those and that was all okay but for whatever reason it's past year when it came to that specific subject yeah. matter of where this uh this virus originated as well as some of the the vaccinations and all that stuff and even before on the subject of vaccinations it was allowable you could you could make these videos you can mm-hmm. make these posts and it was all good but for whatever reason within the last year they uh i guess they formed their own little ministry of truth and then they decided well now you can't talk about this at all because you're spreading misinformation and again that is a it's a gaslight of a term because it's not what it is it's just we're saying what you don't want us to say Mm -hmm. and just be honest with it and say you don't want us talking about it but to act like the truth rests upon who says it is bullcrap and unfortunately that's the conversation that we're forced to have it's like well they say you can't say it and therefore it's not true it's like we've been talking about with the cnn's Mm -hmm. of the world unfortunately there are a lot of stupid people in this world who only get their information from that and it doesn't even exist unless it comes from them yeah. so we may sit here and argue all day long like damn i know we, we we see the reality of the situation why can't everybody else see it it's because they have to be told what the truth is they're not going to seek it out it has to come from these sort of authority authority figures and if it doesn't then it doesn't exist it's like it never happened no matter what it is that you said Sarah. yeah i mean it, and it is interesting too because just to kind of add to the same topic uh we talked yesterday about how the biden 
Biden administration, it was it was found out that the Biden administration, once he came into office, they decided to, you know, they were just they were reversing every single thing that Trump did, including launching an investigation into the COVID-19 origin, uh, into the origins of the virus. And then all of a sudden uh, we were we read, oh, the Biden administration shut that down. And it's like, so you shut down people's businesses, you shut down people's lives, you didn't allow them to make money to feed their families, you told them that they couldn't go to church, you told us that it's the most important thing in the world to get vaccinated, everyone needs to be vaccinated, let's test six-month-old infants in these experiments because everyone needs to be vaccinated, but it's somehow not important enough to figure out where the hell this virus came from. All of a sudden, there was a, so much criticism on that. Now, the Biden administration is coming out and saying uh, that he is, has asked the U.S. intelligence community to, quote, redouble, and uh, quote, the effort to investigate the pandemic's origins. He said uh, that he had received a report earlier this month from U.S. intelligence agencies detailing that they had coalesced around two likely scenarios regarding the pandemic's origins, but that they had not reached a definitive conclusion on this question of whether it emerged from human contact with an infected animal or from a laboratory accident. I mean, this is just obviously like CYA clean up on aisle five. Mm-hmm. We got found out and now we need to do something about it. It's uh, it's incredible to me that <laughs> President Trump was the worst person in the world because he happened to be the president who was handling this at that certain time. Mm-hmm. But again, not important enough to put any money or any resources to I mean, literally, their statement was that they felt like it was a waste of resources. It's so weird to me, though, because it's like if you if 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 as they keep telling us, this is the worst thing to ever happen to humanity. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you guys have ever seen it, too. Excuse me. <clears throat> Where people have said, oh, my God, my voice is going. <coughs> Yuck. It's sorry. Okay. Just live television. It's fine. <laughs> yes, so sorry. <laughs> I'm not just. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. This is uh, bad. Yeah, Erica. I'll take it over. I, 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 I can't even talk now. But no, no, it's like, again, it, it goes back to the whole ministry. It's a ministry of truth um, here. And they placed it, it on really politics. They, and that's what sucks so much about it all is that it's not about the actual position that you have. It's more about who they can present it or rather who they think is presenting this as an argument or rather a position. So in that case, it was like anything to the opposite of what Trump was saying Mm -hmm. has to be either negative Mm -hmm. or or something of that nature. And unfortunately, that's not the case. Maybe there is some. I love what it is you said about maybe there are a case of two things could have been true at the same time, but they don't even accept that as a reality. It's like, well, this is a narrative that we see some people that have ours next to their name that are saying, therefore, it absolutely has to be false. Mm -hmm. And this has to be the worst, uh, uh, worst thing in the absolute world, which is why they don't walk anything back when it does proved to be wrong even initially remember when the whole Im- with the whole immigration thing when trump decided to uh, shut Im- the immigration down coming from yeah. let's say uh spots in uh pockets of asia where the virus it was like oh he was racist and all this sort of thing you couldn't you couldn't mm-hmm. you couldn't do any of it and now they come in a lot of these other democrats whether it be they they have these like sort of travel restrictions even within their own states and, and all sorts of thing or they now take the position that we need to adopt more of it and it's a more reasonable position it's like dude 
You're telling us right when you act like that. You're telling this has nothing to do with what the truth is. It's more about politics. And that's the dangerous thing about politics itself, because they are willing to peddle lies to the American public and to everybody else. Just ruin the economy. Makes, yeah. Ruin it. Running. It, I mean, running it into the absolute ground. Mm -hmm. Hell, they're even so cocky to where they say, well, no, the, the, the lockdowns didn't really have a negative effect <laughs> yeah. on, on, on the economy. Yeah. Those unemployment numbers. I'm not even seeing those. But that's, again, how they operate and that's what's so dangerous about it when you're so this is why i hate politics it's a yeah. very evil thing because people lose sight of what the reality actually is so they got they see the world for what they want it to be so god forbid your enemy or the person you deemed as your enemy was actually correct on something mm -hmm. they'll never concede that they yeah. can't concede that they, they're so arrogant to the point to where it like hurts them it pains them to actually concede that i don't know they got it wrong or their enemy got it correct mm -hmm. it's a dangerous mm -hmm. dangerous thing yeah sydney are we are we back <laughs> Okay, good. I don't know what's happening to me today. It's just <laughs> dreadful. It's probably like it's hot. It's hot for once, actually, today. Yeah, it's been it raining is. for like, you know, days and days. Yeah. Anyway, okay. What I was going to say is that... She's not dead. I'm not, I'm not actually dying. <laughs> I am fine. I'm sure there's like people who hate me out there like, damn it. <laughs> but what I was going to say is it's kind of absurd to me because we have had people who've been like, this pandemic is worse than 9-11. It's worse than all these yeah. other atrocities yeah. that have happened. And my thing, the thing that's always like occurred to me about this is if this is in fact one of the worst things to have ever happened to humanity, then why aren't you actually interested in A, finding out why it happened and B, preventing mm. it yeah. from happening again? Like, I mean, this is, am I crazy here? And, well, I, and punishing, if it did turn out that it was on purpose from yep. China, like, shouldn't, shouldn't we punish them? Happen? Shouldn't they have ramifications for that? You exactly. Would think? I mean, you, you would think that closing down uh, economies across the world, you know, basically putting people in positions where they are now in things like that, you would think that that would actually be paramount mm -hmm. to find out the reason why it was necessary or or in our case, obviously unnecessary to do that to someone or yeah. to this group of people or populations or whatever you want to call it. I think it's very interesting that a government would not be interested in finding out why yeah. this happened and then, and then, like I said, preventing it from happening again. Like mm -hmm. if the bubonic plague, for example, like re-emerged re for some reason and everyone was dying left, right Those and center. <laughs> well, they still have smallpox. I'm sure that's in a lab somewhere, yeah. and someone's cooking it up, going mm, soon, soon. <laughs> well, uh, apparently, according to the Biden administration, they uh, the U.S. intelligence community is supposed to report back within ninety days. Because we have so days. much trust in I'm them. I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yes, I, I'm sure wait. that that will happen. I'm sure that they won't kick the can down the road no, or no. expect the American people to just forget about it or anything like that. I'm sure we're definitely going to get a definitive report on that. Um, by the way, don't hold your breath, or you're going to die. Uh, but we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. So just in 2020, uh, over 8 million guns were sold. By the way, it turns out that the gun, the gun sales, they just keep hitting more records and more records because it, it turns out that people like Joe Biden and Barack Obama end up being the best gun salesmen in the world. Uh, that, of course, combined with the efforts to defund the police. I don't know if you guys have tried to find ammo, but when you can find it, if you can actually find it, if it's not sold out, the cost of it is astronomical right now, which has led a lot of Americans to be like, you know what, I'm not going to train right now. It's very expensive. You got to pay for the range fees then you got to pay for the ammo. And we just don't have money for that right now, especially since uh, our businesses got shut down and we're just trying to like make ends meet right now. All right, you got to go to itargetpro.com. Okay, that is specifically why iTarget was invented to give law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train in your home. By the way, as an added bonus, you're not going to shoot any holes through your walls or your furniture because it is in fact a laser bullet that you are putting in your gun. They have all different calibers. You put it in there, you set up uh, the app on your 
your phone and they have a little target for you and you can practice dry firing over and over and over again. Now, this is going to be a great way to learn how your gun actually works. Every gun, the, the pull is different. For instance, I have a 380 at home and it feels like 10 million years for you to actually pull that trigger all the way. This has helped me immensely. It can help you. And by the way, it pays for itself within the first freaking time because you're going to save that much money from not going to the range and not spending the cost on ammunition. Today, you can save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code NEWS when you go to itargetpro.com. It is itargetpro.com. Don't forget, Father's Day is around the corner. I'm telling you, dad is going to love it. If you go to itargetpro.com, 10% off plus free shipping with offer code NEWS. Hey, in other news of um, things that Democrats are learning 15 months after the rest of us, because we have common sense and we've just kind of been saying this this whole time, uh, a new study, a University of Louisville uh, study, new findings reported show that uh, masks did not slow the COVID spread. Uh, the study notes that 80% Eric here is about to blow his gasket. The study notes that 80% of U.S. states mandated masks during the COVID-19 oh, pandemic. Man. And while mandates induced greater mask compliance, they did not predict lower growth rates when community spread was low or high. Among other things, uh, the study conducted using data from the CDC covering multiple seasons reports that mask mandates uh, and use are not associated with lower COVID spread among U.S. states. Uh, it, it also noted that the mandates put in place by many states that were in line with CDC guidance at the time were, quote, poor predictors of COVID-19 spread. So um, it's it's just that, like, we've just known this the whole time if you paid attention to any of the any of the data that was already out there where they had tested masks on like against viruses uh things that were transmitted the same way i mean the science just did up and change in march or something like that like they had actually tested masks and and against coronaviruses and other viruses that are very similar and it never was any sort of conclusive evidence that it actually stopped or permitted rather transmission yet all of a sudden in march we had these quack scientists Mm -hmm. who came out and called the other people that were studying this for years upon years that said no this is not the direction that we want to go this is actually pretty stupid even Fauci conceded that that was the case before something happened I don't know if whoever's pulling his little strings back there said you need to uh, walk in a different line but imagine that right there that for one you needed a study but I don't know if you guys remember I can't remember someone will have to go back to the old show because I remember bringing up the exact study here and these scientists epidemiologists I believe they actually were were so itching to come to the conclusion that the mask worked, that they came out with a, a, a study entirely too early. And it was the, the whole idea was that, well, mask equal mask mandates, that is equal less of a case rate. And then the cases mm-hmm. exploded yeah. and they had to come back and retract it. <laughs> imagine the scientists doing that had to retract the study and say, basically, well, considering that some of the numbers went up, we whoops, we kind of messed up here. <laughs> It's almost like there was just a, an agenda and none of this had anything to do with actual science huh. here. Huh. And it's amazing. Don't forget, guys, they ran your your countries into the absolute ground in terms of their economy, forced you to uh, have a diaper on your face basically at all times. For what? Mm-hmm. And again, none of these actual criminals, people that belong in prison, 
They're yeah. going to see absolutely no consequence, despite being, I mean, disastrously wrong. We've seen all of these videos, basically they're torture videos and what they're doing to these kids, yeah. putting them in bubbles and all sorts of stuff with their mask, with, the, with their face, faces covered for what? And there's, there has been no conclusive evidence that that is how mask the mandates or be it the mask itself. The best they could come up with. They're not actual studies like random control trials or anything like that. No, they're like with mannequins, yeah. mannequins yeah. and 3D models. And look at us. We're looking up. Got this particle accelerator <laughs> and we're moving the particles around. And you see, this is how it works. That's the science. So we're just supposed to believe that. But my most frustrating part about all this and why I'm about to blow a gasket, because I know that none of those criminals, let's call them what they are, are going to see any sort of consequence for making people's lives miserable. More importantly, the kids mm -hmm. making their lives miserable for the last year. They're not going to see anything. Which, by the way, um, if you are putting a mask on your child and you're not wearing one because you're fully, I see this, adults who I assume are fully vaccinated, so they're not wearing a mask and their children are wearing masks. You're a horrible parent. Absolutely. Can I just say, you are a horrible parent and you should feel ashamed of yourself. Uh, Sydney, also, just to add to this conversation, the current Current guidance from the CDC is that uh, masks are a simple barrier to help prevent your respiratory droplets from reaching others. And this is what they say. Studies show that masks reduce the, stray, the spray of droplets when Which worn ones? over the nose and mouth. Well, that's the thing. It's so vague. Studies show that masks it's reduce the spray state. of droplets. It's like. What size are the droplets? What, like, when worn over the nose what and mouth, what kind of mask? When worn over the nose and mouth and not with a beard, maybe? Because if I recall, at the beginning of this, they, they put out this big, like, guideline of this facial hair is not good. That you Even can't wear, that, wear this. You can't wear this. That. You can't wear this. And then all of a sudden, it was this blanket statement of everyone needs to wear a mask. And you see these people, like, with Eric's type it, it, of beard. And they're wearing the mask. And I'm like, you big, dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that is not doing anything with that big, giant ass beard on your face. <laughs> Sorry. I remember uh, there was a study by Stanford that came out that basically said all this same stuff. Yes. And people were getting banned from Twitter for reposting yes. it, which was quite humorous and quite sad, actually. But it did note in it that people, when they wear their cloth masks, mm -hmm. part of the reason why it's so bad is because they don't wash them. Mm -hmm. And people keep, they continue so to, and they're getting like exactly. bacterial infections. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So they keep wearing the same mask again and again and again. There's actually no, um, I guess, you know, cleanliness going along with it no. there's there's no consideration of oh maybe i should throw this away and so that's a big predictor of and obviously that's just people being stupid but like that's a big predictor of getting more sick what's <laughs> I, I find so interesting about this is and i was trying to find this while you guys were talking but um the who actually tweeted quite early on into the pandemic that math if you don't have any respiratory upper respiratory symptoms such as a cold uh, like you know cold symptoms so to speak coughing whatever then in fact masks are sort of a moot point because if you're not if you're asymptomatic and you're not sick and you're not displaying symptoms, then why would you need to stop? We didn't do it for in literally Which, anything right. else. And, and that's the thing, is that we've known that about viruses, right? Mm -hmm. Just for forever, that if you're asymptomatic, mm -hmm. your viral load is not enough that you would be transmitting it to people. So we sh like the, the idea that that would carry over is... I hate to say common sense, but kind yeah. of common sense. But it then is. they were to lead us to believe, like, well, hold on. Mm -hmm. 
we don't know that that's the case for this particular one. So let's do everything possible to prevent it from happening and mm. go way overboard, even though we have no evidence to suggest that we need to be doing that. It's a complete backwards, yeah, it's a complete backwards way to do it. What's weird is that I've had arguments, like one of my very good friends actually works in labs. He works with um, infectious disease quite a bit. And he and I have gotten into some really knockdown, drag out arguments about this because he goes, Sydney, the, the data... Yes, it says this on one side, but also there's plenty of data that says that masks do work. And he always says, think about, and he'll die if he watches this, because uh, we really do get into screaming matches. <laughs> I love him, but we do get into screaming matches. He says, Sydney, think about like doctors, for example. Why do they wear a mask when they're performing surgery? I'm like, oh, I don't know, because oh you're cut God, open. open. Not only they're just that, the type of mask that they're using yes. and the settings. You didn't walk into a doctor. This they is do why it's hilarious. Yeah. When you were walking to a doctor's <laughs> office, the nurses and stuff, for the most part, were even no. your own doctor, if they weren't no. like actually operating on you, they weren't yeah. having, they right. didn't have the uh, faces covered. What we've known about masks went completely out of the window in March, and it was bizarre for me to watch this. And, and people use bad arguments yeah. like that. They're like, well, what? A, well, I guess masks don't work, trying to be all snarky. Masks don't work. Why do the doctors wear them? Well, they're wearing them in a controlled <laughs> environment, not walking to the store, you idiot. <laughs> It's I mean, true. It's everything someone's body is laying open on the table. Well, and and everything is sterilized in there as well. Details. But what's so funny about that, too, just like as a, a total aside, is yeah. that medical malpractice is honestly one, like of, the one biggest, of the biggest cause yes. of death. Oh, I don't yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. You okay. are like 300 times more likely yeah. in the United States to die of medical malpractice than you are by a rifle. Like you're not. These are things that people don't realize is that even I remember a few years ago, I had hip surgery because I'd torn like the little a little thing with um Forget it. Anyway, I, I had hip <laughs> surgery and um, I ended up getting a severe infection after that surgery. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I guess your mask didn't really work that well, did uh, they? Uh -huh. If I'm now, you know, like bloody on the on the cusp of sepsis, like, thanks, fam. Yeah. Um, but when you think about this, I'm sure that there are plenty of people who, who are watching the show who are going, yeah, in fact, I have gotten I've gotten probably more sick from a doctor's office than mm -hmm. I have just from sitting in my house or walking to the shop, as you said, yeah. you know, people with their mask on like idiots. Yeah. And it's like, think about it logically, guys. Think about it logically. My voice is about to go. Someone else take over. Uh oh. Okay. All right. All right. We've got more to come. Uh, we got to make sure Sydney's not dying again. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So, uh, for those of you who have not yet tried them, you got to try them. Um, I just had, I was coming out to set and I was eating a white chocolate raspberry cheesecake one and I thought I was, I had died and gone to heaven. It was so good. Uh, and my son is dying for me to bring them home, but I'm not sure if I'm going to or not because then he will eat them and I won't be able to. Um, so, I was talking about horrible parents earlier earlier. Um, I just also am one of them because I'm not going to give him my built bars. But uh, in all seriousness, if you have not tried it yet, you got to go stock up on them. These are protein bars, but they're healthy, which is nice, but also they taste delicious, which is even better. So they're high in protein and fiber. They're low in calories and carbs. Um, they don't taste like cardboard, like your typical protein bar. You're going to feel like you're eating a candy bar. You're going to feel like you're cheating on your diet, but you're not going to. It is not going to get you off track. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. They've got a ton of different flavors. You have got to go to the website and uh, pick your favorite. Cookies and cream, chocolate chip cookie dough. Like I said, they had the raspberry at one point. I think they might be out of stock, but once you sign up, once you order, you will get emails for all of their new flavors, and you will not be disappointed. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code NEWS15 to save 15% off of your order. It is BuiltBar, B-U-I-L-T, BuiltBar.com, promo code NEWS15.
California governor for now, Gavin Newsom, was ordered by a federal judge to pay a $1.35 million settlement to an L.A. church uh, in his capacity as governor because of the state's lockdown rules against houses of worship. This is the Harvest Rock Church of Pasadena, California, and the U.S. District Court judge also ruled that uh, state restrictions on houses of worship would be permitted only if child infections rose 100 percent. Statewide cases are at least 26 per 100,000 people or available ICU hospital bed capacity falls below 20 percent. Any new public health precautions on religious religious Worship services and gatherings at places of worship not in the guidance uh, are included. This is, of course, the first statewide permanent injunction against COVID-19 restrictions on churches, houses of worship in the country. Um, I just kind of wanted to bring that to the table, kind of wrap that up as far as our COVID conversation. It is nice to see that at least here in California, there are some consequences to pay for unconstitutionally shutting people's well, churches down. Gitmo, so yes, he does. So we had that that's happening in California too, of all places. Yeah. That's yeah. so... But an unfortunate thing, I don't think that that's coming out of his own pocket. No. Um, uh, as far as the paying, so what does he own? Like the, Doesn't he own like some wine yeah, he refineries or something? Uh, yeah. I don't know what it what it is that I, I wish that he would kind of have to j- drop into yeah, that to, yeah. to pay for that. But no, that's not how it works. It'll be the taxpayer that'll be unfortunately responsible for for having to make this settlement for something that shouldn't have ever been an abs- a thing. But again, mm-hmm. that's not good enough. He belongs in get. He's one of the most criminal between him and Whitney. Well, I could go down a list, long <laughs> list of politicians that belong it's hard to pick uh, the in worst. prison. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Uh, but he for sure is on. He's up there. He's up there. He belongs in get more. That's just the bare minimum. That yeah. guy's a criminal. Yeah. Sydney, last word on this. I mean... I don't have anything to add. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like, um, there you go, Gitmo. Send him to the send him to the island and be done with him. Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, all right. So let's move on to uh, the budget proposal that Joe Biden is about to announce. Uh, this is it, it's incredible. I think just these numbers don't even mean anything to anyone anymore. They just throw them around so flippantly. So President Biden is set to propose a six trillion dollar budget on Friday, which is going to, if it of course goes through, would raise the level of federal spending to its highest sustained point since World War II. I mean, this is wartime spending. Uh, it would also run deficits above $1.3 trillion throughout the next Christ. decade. Uh, and his first budget request as president calls for the federal government to spend $6 trillion in 2022. And then for the total spending to rise to $8.2 trillion by 2031. This is, of course, in addition to the, what was it, the $2 trillion uh, bill that they passed. He proposed another $2 trillion in infrastructure. And now on top of that, it is uh, just a $6 trillion budget. By 2024, debt as a share of the economy would rise to its highest level in American history. Um, again, this is wartime spending, except we're not at, like at war. Certainly, I mean, not like, I mean, you're talking about World War II. Ooh, yeah. There was just a little bit more going on <laughs> at that Damn point it. in time. Yeah, than right now. Um, except I guess we're at war with ourselves because yeah. we just hate our children. Yeah, because that's who's going to have to pay it. That's who's going to have to, that's going to, who's going to have to pay it. And unfortunately, this is a, this is a topic that Republicans as well um, get disastrously wrong. Yeah. Uh, what we've talked about, and I think everybody here has really criticized even Trump. Of course, on his uh, he was bad on spending. I mean, there's no it was irrefutable. It's not irredeemable. Uh, in, in addition to that. But the fact that people look at be it the deficit spending or the debt that continues to pile up and think that 
that is something that's sustainable or more importantly that there's going to be no economic kickback it just goes to show how economically illiterate that mm -hmm. a lot of people are that vote um, and, and unfortunately for politicians that end up ruling over you but in addition to that you couple that with the federal reserve as well as the treasury working in, in, in conjunction and effectively devaluing your money um, and the federal reserve obviously allows them to do that the reason why that's such a problem is because you may not feel that immediately maybe your own salary and you've been on the same salary for a couple of years effectively that forty thousand doesn't get you forty thousand anymore goods start to start to rise and you're like well wait a minute i was making a little more i thought i was okay but i'm not okay well because you know be the inflation or what have you but they're effectively running the money into the mm -hmm. ground i don't think this is able to be salvaged we've i think we have to concede that both the republicans and the democrats have just as much to do with this with each other because they've been utterly terrible on this they continue to vote for these disastrous spending bills which is why i'm a proponent of ending it altogether mm -hmm. and abolishing that institution because at this at this point it's going to continue to get worse and again they're not going to feel the definitely the banks them they're not going to feel the, the the brunt of it it is the american people that unfortunately are going to feel the brunt of it and more importantly your kids, 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 yeah. kids, because those are the ones that because that, that's whose debt for America. That's whose debt is being monetized here. It's not just that they're spending your money by way of taxation, but when they spend money that they don't have, that's monetized debt. That is future assets of the unborn that they're spending right now. And at some point, they got to come collect. Mm. It's so depressing. The way that you articulate this is so depressing. I'm sitting here like, I need a drink. Like, this is, uh. I always think about the uh, the taxation that comes from this. Mm -hmm. uh, so when we talk about this, I, f I freely admit that my comprehension of economics is decent enough that I understand, but it's not, you know, it's not like sky high. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty basic when it comes to all this. But I always think about like how how much the taxation will rise in order to meet this. Because at the end of the day, it's like you said, Comprehension of six trillion dollars, like to actually to actually think about yeah, what that means is, yeah, I don't even think I think. I, well, actually, I read recently that for an, an actual human brain to consider that, it's like we really can't because yeah. we get to a point where these numbers are too big that our brains are even like that. Nah. <laughs> so, and I and I even when you say it, I just go, what does that even mean? Like, what does six trillion even look like? No. And so, for your average person, I dare say they're probably in the same boat as me, thinking, what is this, and what how does that look going down the line? What you what what Eric said is thoroughly depressing, and I totally <laughs> agree with you. But by the same token how much are taxes going to be raised here Absolutely. who's going to pay for this because someone has to has to pay for this well the same economically illiterate people would just say the rich will finally start paying their fair yeah, share how much is, how it's paid for how much of someone else's <laughs> money are you entitled to that's always been my yeah. question i mean when we talk about these things i i was having a meltdown the other day just calculating my taxes because i was like i don't understand even at like a, I, i'm one of these people that's definitely like taxation is theft i am in that boat a little oh, bit i've been in that obviously <laughs> don't don't get me no. Stuff. We'll talk about that all. We can spend the next <laughs> half hour of the show talking about that. Let's do it. <laughs> but I've, I've really, I'm like definitely very much in that boat these days where I sort of never used to be. I was like, yeah, taxes definitely have their benefit. There are certainly things that we can do with that. Now I'm just like, oh, if you're going to take, you know, especially by Australian standards, for example, you know, I know that my dad pays around 49 cents on the dollar because he's a business owner. Mm -hmm. you know, the business is quite successful. He has a, a ton of employees, et cetera. And I think in what world do you work six months out of the year for the government? I need someone to explain that to me. In right. what world should you be working six months out of the year for the government? And the other thing that <laughs> me to death, excuse my language, I know they're going to bleep that, but the thing that 
me to death about this topic. There it is again. <laughs> <laughs> is that then the welfare state is the thing that grows from this? Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, at the moment, yeah. think about it. I, I saw I saw a picture of McDonald's saying, "We'll give you a free iPhone when you come work for us." You know, after six months of working for us, because yeah, you know what? It's actually incredibly difficult to p- get people to stop taking welfare benefits when they are in fact better than the money that you will be receiving at an actual mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. I've started tipping my DoorDash people at like a much higher rate because I'm like the fact that you're even working for the pittance that you are. Here, here's twenty bucks because like I yeah. feel I feel bad and I respect the hell out of people anyway. So I'm totally off topic now. <laughs> I'm just mad. I hate this topic. It, gives, it makes my blood pressure no, well, rise. That's what the spending is. is welfare statism. Like yeah. let's be let's make yeah. it abundantly clear. These are things that the government should not have any business being in, and they unfortunately have uh, monopolized, and then they're stealing money from you and future generations mm-hmm. to pay for when it would be much cheaper if you could pay for it yourself mm-hmm. and most of the things that the government's paying for you're never going to have to utilize or anything like out that. Of everything anyway it's yeah. like oh you if you're if you're someone in the higher income bracket really you get means tested out of everything yeah. so it's like okay so you're going to take a crap ton of my money and then give me nothing back Cool. Very cool. Thanks. Well, it's, it's very also, cool, Kanye. Thank you. Know, you. I, I love that uh, the Biden administration, they've already come out and said, well, we're not going to tax anyone that makes what families making less than uh, I forget what. It, no, it was like uh, it's first 400. It was, yeah, they kind of they, they, they're starting to slide their yeah, way yeah. on down. Right? Yeah. The, the number keeps going from million to 400,000, 300,000. Like, so yeah. I can guarantee you <laughs> it's not just going to be those people. Yeah. It's going to be all of you. Yeah. Everyone. And by the way, um, if you think that you're going to get out of paying it in your individual income taxes, everything that you buy is going to be more expensive. Bingo. Think about it. You so. pay you pay taxes basically with your, you know, do you call it GST here? I don't what? know. Well, you pay taxes when you buy things. You pay Sales. taxes on oh, the property yeah, yeah, that yeah. you own. You pay taxes yes, in sounds. your income. You pay your taxes gas, on freaking paid, everything. Right, 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 right. God, I hate the government. Well, uh, am I, I mean, we an anarchist. That's what this feels like. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, come on, come on with it. I've been, I've been slowly turning people over. Am I becoming you? And the audience. Yes, you are. Is this what's happening? Am I morphing? Yeah, it is. We're seeing it on live <laughs> All right, we've got more to come first. I want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. Uh, so those of you, I don't know, I know that there are some males out here who they get, they're like, oh my gosh, I, might, I have a dad who had a receding hairline and I don't want to have that. And they get very self-conscious about it. First of all, you don't have to be. But uh, second of all, Keeps can help you with that. All right, Keeps is going to offer the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatments, but they are the generic version. So they're going to save you a ton. Uh, and also you can do it all from home online, just like from your couch. If you want to you answer a couple questions, take a couple pictures of your hair, send it over and a licensed doctor is going to review it, recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. And they are shipping it directly to your door. So you don't have to make all the trips to the doctor. We know you're men. You're not going to go to the doctor. All right. So we've got to get you started today. We've got a special discount. If you go to keeps.com, that is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y. That's W-H-Y. You will get 50% off of your first order. That is five zero half off. You definitely are not going to want to sleep on this deal. It is keeps dot com slash why keeps dot com slash why an Atlanta mayoral candidate who voted to cut millions of dollars from the city's police department budget reportedly had his car stolen in broad daylight by a group of children this I, I honestly genuinely love this story it's my favorite uh, city council member, Antonio Brown. He had just arrived at a ribbon cutting ceremony and jumped out of his white Mercedes coupe 
which features a keyless ignition and was chatting with a another community leader and uh, four children no more than 11 or 12 years old the youngest Jeez. possibly six or seven walking around a nearby store jumped in his car uh, he they tried to open the door to get him out of the car they fought and uh, the three other kids were trying to figure out how to get in the car and uh, they started to hit the gas <laughs> like they argued there was someone who actually got dragged the community leader got dragged a short distance before he let go which i'm like you just let go like you don't need to get dragged by a car just let go okay the members i know it's a mercedes but it's not that important um so it's i mean i'm just saying if you were ever to believe in karma um <laughs> when you're voting to defund people who are protecting you and then you get your car stolen i just Saying. Do you reckon he called the police after that happened? Um, was that the yes? Yeah. Did he that call is the... actually his first phone call? Okay. Yeah. Which, I was just wondering. Are you shocked to hear that? I, yeah, a little. I yeah. mean, here I was See, thinking he would call the social. I, would, I know. I would look. No, the social workers. Well, uh, we know you want to. Yeah, but this is my thing, police, though. But. When it comes to these politicians, <laughs> and you look at their voting record, never. I mean, hardly ever are they when they vote to like defund the police or anything. It doesn't come in combination with, okay, getting rid of gun laws to allow people right. to protect to themselves protect in the event that it is the fan, which is, a, to me, as far as I'm concerned, more preferable than the police showing up late. Because definitely when it comes to me, I mean, <laughs> if I'm calling the police, this is so because you're going to have to drag someone up out of here. That's just how the situation should be. But unfortunately, it's not because you get punished in the event that you, uh, you, you try to defend yourself. And a lot of those types, city council folk, uh, 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 Congress folk actually are freaking out right now at Texas, for example, with this idea of though it has a lot of stipulations seem to be tied more. I look into it. Permalis carry. So if you're this is the these are the people that really I have to laugh in the face when something like that happens. Mm -hmm. If you are one of those quacks who are voting in support of defunding the police and what have you while also voting mm -hmm. against this idea of people being able to protect themselves and their property with guns, you are a joke and you get what you deserve. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to say. Why are children running around stealing vehicles that is a, anyway? That is a cultural I mean, issue that is probably, I probably should have talked about that more because <laughs> that's a damn problem. That is a like, damn problem. Hold on, by the way, <laughs> I do have something to say about that as well. That is a problem. That's, no, but like 11-year-olds? I mean, when you said children, I, I was like, but actual children? Or, you know, like, like you know how oftentimes we'd be like, it was a child. Exactly, when it was a 17-year-old child. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because he did say, he made a comment about that, and he did say this is a generational poverty issue because they're not in school. But I, uh, I, mean, I don't see, know that, that, that it's that's poverty. Skirt, that's skirting around the issue. I agree. You know, it's a cultural, it's an absolutely cultural issue. And that's unfortunately why those types of problems will, I don't have much faith in them actually getting resolved. There are some folks in those communities. For, was, it, was, it, uh, was it Atlanta, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, definitely out, out there. I know a couple of guys that are building some schools and stuff out there trying to get these young folk on the right track, which is an issue. That is a that's another issue. That's a that's a that's this aside from this defund the police and all that stuff. The fact that there are youngsters that think that's even okay to attempt to do, that's part of a larger, broader conversation that would make a lot of folks uncomfortable if we had it.
Yeah, because I'm thinking if yeah, I'm if, if like I'm super poor, I'm still like making sure my my that's not an excuse for my children that. not I, to I, I, not I'm to so, notice steal cars. I despise that argument so much that they mm-hmm. they act when they see some big person either stealing from people or commit violent yeah. acts. They always go back to this idea where okay, that's poverty. Like no, it costs you nothing to not use aggression right. upon someone else. I'm not trying to hear that crap. Yeah, last word, Sydney. Well, I mean, my thing here is that if you're going to be a proponent of defunding the police in any capacity, then you really should not be calling the police when things happen to you. Because at the end of the day, if that's your first and automatic response to to any situation like this, you're a giant hypocrite and probably a buttbag. <laughs> he probably gets protected by way of the law, uh, yeah, boys, I'm considering sure. his position. I'm sure. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> that's my new favorite. Uh, All right, so before we go, I just wanted to announce that uh, we have one of our crew members who is leaving, and we're very sad, but we're very happy for him, excited. So we want to say congratulations to James on his new gig. He is, uh, here you go, James. We got you. Yay, we got you, Cupcake. He's leaving us. He's going to the swamp to do work. I can't believe he's leaving us for the swamp, but... A great opportunity, and uh, we are. Thank you for you're like Vanna White with that cupcake. Thank you. How long? How long have you? How long have you been working here? Eight years. Oh my gosh! Jesus. Eight years, almost the a decade of his life. Yeah. He's wasted working with us, schleps. <laughs> and now he's finally found something better to do. So we're very excited for him. We'll miss you. We'll yes, miss you. we'll miss yes, you. Yes, we'll miss course. you a lot. Um, and we're happy. Where's your dog? He's over there. Oh my gosh, there he is. And he brought his dog, who we will also miss, McFly, who is over here. Um, and he's just hanging out in his Come co-captain here, seat. Oh, so a uh, we will miss you, James. We will miss McFly. And we're, we're going to be sad we can't use him for any uh, rough green spots I know. anymore. Oh, so sad. <laughs> but thank you so much for, for, all sure. that you, for all that you've done. And uh, you'll have to come back. Don't be a stranger. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm keeping the dog, though, I think. Uh, yeah, you. I'm keeping, I think that's stealing your dog. Way. Yeah, you can way. go. The dog has to stay. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's staying. We've decided. Thanks, guys, for being here. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.